Welcome to Out of the Coal Mine with Pastor Mark Jasinski. Here's where I cue garage band music. Yep. <laughs> there we go. I'd like to welcome you today to Out of the Coal Mine. We are on Lord's Day number seven. We uh, are pushing through the Lord's Days here. I talked to a friend yesterday uh, who's been listening to the podcast and he gave the good encouragement. Why don't you add a little explanation? And uh, I thought about how that would work. Uh, there are different ways to apply it. I think I'm going to keep trying to apply it with the outline of the workbook that we're using for our evening gathering as we gather to discuss these questions from Jay Vischer. And uh, I would love to record the class. That'd be the best if you could just hear the discussion because it ends up being a theology class. Uh, Heidelberg is kind of the jumping off point for uh, theology topics and discussions that uh, have just been completely enjoyable. So it would be the best if I could record it and post it. Might be a little awkward um, in the class to record it, so I won't go that route. But let me read for you now Lord's Day 7, and I'll apply it with some of our creeds and confessions from our workbook. So Lord's Day 7. Are all people then saved through Christ just as they were lost through Adam? And the answer, no. Only those are saved who through true faith are grafted into Christ and accept all his benefits. Then there's question 21 of Lord's Day 7. What is true faith? What is it? The answer, true faith is not only a sure knowledge by which I hold as true all that God has revealed to us in Scripture— it is also a wholehearted trust, which the Holy Spirit creates in me by the gospel, that God has freely granted, not only to others, but also to me. Forgiveness of sins, eternal righteousness, and salvation. These are gifts of sheer grace, granted solely by Christ's merit. Two more questions there in Lord's Day 7, question 22. What then must a Christian believe? And the answer, all that is promised us in the gospel a summary of which is taught us in the articles of our universal and undisputed Christian faith. And what are those articles? Question 23 asks, and here you go. The words we're familiar with from the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only begotten Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate and he was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, and he ascended to heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. In upcoming Lord's Days, we'll talk about the Apostles' Creed, each point mentioned there more specifically. But just to emphasize part of what I've read here, I want you to hear what the Nicene Creed says in relation to Lord's Day 7. We read this in the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified. Next, from the Belgic Confession, Article 1. We all believe with the heart and confess with the mouth that there is only one God, who is, simple and, uh, who, who is a simple and spiritual being. He is eternal, incomprehensible, invisible, immutable, infinite, almighty, perfectly wise, just, good, 
and the overflowing fountain of all good. Then a portion from the Belgic Confession of Article 8. According to this truth and this word of God, we believe in only one God, who is one single essence, in which are three persons, really, truly, and eternally distinct according to their incommunicable properties, namely the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father is the cause, origin, and beginning of all things visible and invisible. The Son is the Word, the wisdom, and the image of the Father. The Holy Spirit is the eternal power and might who proceeds from the Father and the Son. Nevertheless, God is not by this distinction divided into three, since the Holy Scriptures teach teach us that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit each has his, his personal existence, distinguished by their properties, but in such a way that these three persons are but only one God. It is therefore evident that the Father is not the Son, nor the Son the Father, and likewise the Holy Spirit is neither the Father nor the Son. Nevertheless, three persons thus distinguished are not divided nor intermixed, for the Father has not assumed our flesh and blood, neither has the Holy Spirit, but the Son only. The Father has never been without the Son or without his Holy Spirit. For these three, in one and the same essence, are equal in eternity. There is neither first nor last, for they are all three one, in truth, in power, in goodness, and in mercy. Well, thanks for joining me today. For Out of the Coal Mine, I look forward to talking with you soon. We'll end with my great little mix here. Thank you.